Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And as always, I have another delightful guest to bring to you. But just before we dive into that, I want to remind you that the Bulletproof Confidence Weekend is coming up. This is an epic event. So ladies only, ladies, this is an event where you can step in, spend two full days with two dominatrixes getting into the energy of your inner dominatrix and rocking things when you get out. So sign up for that workshop. It is going to be epic. Now, let me introduce you my guest. So Elvira Hopper, she is a, an amazing dynamic woman. Now, I know her personally. So I'm not I'm going to skip the, the traditional bio and just tell you she is just this amazing artist. She works with people who are artists as well and helping them to get out of their ego and into their authentic selves so they can really manifest what they're looking for. She's stepped into the jazz world at 51. She's stepping in. She's recorded her first album. She's performing regularly at the Jazz Beaster in Toronto, which is one of like the top places for jazz in Toronto. And she's really got such a passion. And you're going to hear that. So I had to bring her on. She's such an authentic person. I love her to bits. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you, Dana. What a lovely intro. (laughs) Not reading my boring old bio. (laughs) No worries. I got to spice it up. I just can't play by the rules, you know. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Great to be here. Yeah. Good to have you. So, you know, what was the transition? I mean, getting into jazz at 51 is not like, that's not an easy feat. Like (laughs) what's the backstory? (laughs) Wow. Okay. Which story do I tell you now? There's so many. (laughs) I know. Leave it wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't start at birth. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty close to birth with what I'm thinking of sharing with you. Um, I have different variations on this story, but the one I think I'll share with you is one that, uh, how much time do we have again, Dana? How how long is this interview? It's a half hour show. Okay. Okay. All right. So I think I can fit this one in. All right. So this is kind of my favorite story that kind of explains it all. This is my why. Okay. So if, if, uh, if you sort of think about, you know, why you do something it's uh, versus, you know, what you do, like th- that's what people want to know about. So I'm going to give you my why. So when I was a little girl, my daddy used to work at this amazing restaurant um, down at uh, down on Elm street. And it was like the high end Italian restaurant called old Angelo's. If anybody is an old Toronto person, they're going to remember that. And my dad was, um, yeah, he, he came from, you know, we came from Italy when I was five and he worked at this place, very high end, very, very snooty. Um, anyways, and he worked downstairs and there was a cabaret upstairs. And I remember as a little girl, I always loved singing and I always loved dancing and all, and, you know, just, you know, being silly generally. And I went to see one of these, these cabaret shows and kids weren't allowed to go in, but I got into this show somehow. I don't know if he was babysitting me that night or whether I insisted on going, but anyways, um, so it was, uh, it was this amazing show upstairs at old Angelo's, this, this old cabaret. And I, I walked in there and it was like, it was all like, what's interesting. It was all like black with red, you know, very sort of a sexy vibe. Mm-hmm. And as a little kid, remember seeing this and going, Ooh, that's really mysterious. You know, the irony is that the jazz bistro is black and red. Right. So, I mean, I just, <laughs> just sort of like a quick flash forward 
there. But I'm, I'm sitting here at this show and I see all these amazing women and they're all like singing and dancing and, and they're so beautiful. Their clothes, their hair, their makeup. And I was like just so in love with these women and what they were doing. And I was just like, you know, this fat little Italian kid, 11 years old in the audience, the only child and just completely agog, you know, with these beautiful women on stage. And then afterwards, my dad introduced me because he worked downstairs. So he knew the women upstairs. And uh, basically, my dad uh, said, oh, you know, this is my daughter. And they were all like, oh, Joe, this is your daughter. She's so beautiful. And I'm thinking, I'm beautiful. You're beautiful. Like, I'm this fat little Italian kid. You're beautiful. So anyways, my my uh, these women were just so kind. And I just fell in love with them even more, you know. So they were so sweet to me. And then after that, Dana, I said to my dad, I said, Daddy, I want to be just like them when I grow up. And you know what my dad said to me, Dana? What? He said, Alvira, you can't be those women. Those women are sluts. Oh. Yeah. So that shut me down really fast. I could not desire my desires. I simply had to go into a zone of, okay, well, what is it you do want from me? And uh, we had an artist in the family, my brother. He was, a, he was an amazing fine artist, could draw your exact likeness when he was nine. My parents, you know, respected his art. They didn't respect my art. They didn't put me into like dance class or singing classes or, or theater. Um, they encouraged me to get good marks and get a good job. And that's exactly what I did. I people pleased them. I got into a lab technology um, straight out of high school, did that for seven years, wanted to slip my wrists, um, got plucked out of that into pharmaceutical sales which was a lot nicer but still very um, all about you know medical stuff and and I wasn't really a medical person I just had a mild interest in biology and told them that yeah I want to be a doctor and when they started like giving me all this attention because I wanted to be a doctor I knew that that's the way I got love from them by wanting to be what they wanted me to be as opposed to what I truly was so so when I you know when I was a um you know, the, the, the really cool thing I want to flash forward is that I'm super grateful my dad did say that early on because I had to go through my evolution of being inauthentic. So I did seven years lab technology. I did pharmaceutical sales for 20 years. Um, at the end of that, you know, the last two years, I, was, I had depression, anxiety, and panic disorder because to me, that was the universe trying to get me out of a place that was inauthentic because I had discovered what I truly was meant to do. I'd seen a friend leave the industry, pharma industry, to become a life coach. And I said right then and there, when I saw how happy she was, how grounded she was, I said, that's for me. I want to be a coach too. And then virtually right away, my, my boss got let go. I went for his job. I, I got taken down by the, the, the mean boy, the alpha male in the company who wanted the job too. My reputation was ruined, went into a dark place. I had one bully at work. I attracted another bully socially because I was a crap magnet. I had a, a sign that said, kick me on my back. I, I was in a dark place for two years. But I call it my blessed breakdown, Dana, because had I not gone through that, that whole 27 years and then the last two years I wanted to slip my wrist, I would have never left a six-figure you know, job to become a career, to become a life coach. And not just a life coach, but then realizing what is it that truly, truly makes you happy? Well, it's being an artist. And when I truly put the system that I downloaded that helped me come back from a dark place without drugs, without therapy, was simply with, you know, a lot of these tools that I now teach my clients, 
it, I, I put it into action, Dana, and I actually achieved my own dream, right? Because my thing is live the life of your dreams, serve the world with your unique legacy. So when I truly put it into action, when I truly started walking my talk, I became a jazz singer at the age of 51 professionally. Mm. So it's, it's a miracle, right? I call myself a miracle mindset coach because I truly believe that we can create miracles with our, with our minds and, you know, and we can just get out of our own fucking way. Excuse my language. And simply swear on this. Well, oh, great. Excellent. Um, just get out of our own way. And we simply can create miracles. And it's really learning who we truly are um, and going back, digging deep. And, and I had to really, you know, um, I, I realized it a few years ago that the reason you wanted to be a jazz singer is because you were shut down as a child. But, you know, Thank God you can show people that it's never too late, even if they're shut down as children, even if they block themselves off from their dreams because their parents don't approve. As an adult, you can choose whatever it is that you want. And so this is the work that I do with my amazing clients is a lot of these artists don't do it at the highest level possible. They just sort of, you know, dabble in it. Um, and there's a there's a more latent power in them that I help to bring out. And then they take their art to the next level. But it's also for people that are just living inauthentically. And I call my, my tribe heart-centered rock stars because there are people that come to me that know that there's more to them. They're just not doing it. And I, I serve them by truly connecting with their with their truth their higher self and then it comes out and then they start acting um, in beautiful ways like one of my clients was just on stage with me this past Sunday when I did my show at Jazz Bistro she she heard me speak very quickly I just stood up at a, at a networking meeting and said I because they said okay let's talk about our wins today and I just stood up and I said well I just recorded my first jazz album this past week at Jazz Bistro and I became a jazz singer at the age of 51 and I'm, I'm the poster child for it's never too late to live the life of your dreams <laughs> and then this woman literally came to me after she says Oh my God, I have to talk to you. And I knew that because she had been interested in what I said when I stood up, that she had an artist in her that had to come out. And it came out this past Sunday at Jazz Bistro, and she was an angel on that stage. Everybody adored her because she was truly living her truth as an artist on that stage. And now, because she broke through her, her self-limitations, she is, you, you see her now, she looks totally different. She looks like an angel, like she's totally connected with her goddess self and I believe that's what's possible when we get out of our own way and truly, you know, really connect with our, with our truth. And, and yeah, most of my, my clients are either artists that want to take it to the next level or people that are artists that just haven't had the courage. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I do. So yeah. And that's why I nutshell. do it. In a nutshell. Yeah. In a kind of a big nutshell. Yeah. A big yeah. Nutshell. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You know, it's, it's so remarkable. Like, you know, for so many of, of us coaches that are doing things in a way that is really about empowering clients, you know, ultimately it is this central piece of getting people reconnected with who they are and, mm. and getting them to really show up and shine in the world. Like for so many of us, we have internalized this idea that we are not allowed to, or it's not okay, or it's not safe. And yet 
when we start pulling that off, we actually inspire people. I don't know how many times I have people say, it's like, wow, you're like, you're so bold. So I'm like, I'm just being me. I'm just showing (laughs) up, right? Like, I don't know how to do anything else. Like, I just have to stir the pot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're powerful. You like, well, that's what happened. I mean, like, you know, if we can let the cat out of the bag, you're my coach, right? And, And I fell in love with you when I saw you the first, like you had me at hello because your presence was just so grounded and so powerful. And I knew you were a dominatrix. And I said, of course, she's grounded and powerful. You know, she's got a lot of experience with that. And I need me some of that, right? So I'm going even deeper with this work that I'm doing. And, and I know that because I'm doing I'm clearing a lot of stuff at the DNA level. um, I'm up leveling myself and I'm up leveling my clients. Because after sessions with you, (laughs) I actually get to up level my clients even more because it's like, yeah, you have this whole different modality and I'm inspired by the, by what I learned with you and the transformations I go through. And then I'm, I'm able to show up even more powerfully for my clients. So, I mean, really, you know, you need to coach more coaches because they need you to get them to their next level because their clients benefit as well. So, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's yeah. so fun that way. Cause then it's like, you know, I'm, I have a bigger impact, you know, if I'm affecting you and you're affecting all your clients and then that's going to trickle down and like, what if some of them are coaches and then like, it absolutely. just spreads from absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. fun. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Amazing. So let's, let's dive into, you know, some, some nuggets. Like what would you, like, let's say some of the listeners are, artists and they really, you know, they're, they're not authentically showing up. They're not playing their biggest Mm. game. Like what kinds of things can they start doing now to start Mm. opening that gateway? All right. Well, what came to me as you were asking me that question, um, Dana, is that um, most artists not playing their biggest game, make it all about themselves. Okay. Mm. So what does that mean? It means that they are stuck um, as you like to say, with their head up their butts, um, they, are, they are an ego crap magnet zone, as I like to call it. Okay. Yeah. So they believe that what they're doing is all about them. They have to be perfect. They have to be, uh, some of them are hung up on perfection. Some aren't, but they have to be, um, you know, creating and it's all about them. And it's all about, I need to express myself for, you know, uh, because I'm an artist and, and, you know, it's like this kind of, there's this, there's this thing out there about the the starving artist and, you know, Mm. being true and all this stuff. And I believe, you know, a lot, some of it's true, but a lot of it is bullshit too, because people get stuck, you know, in this thinking that it's all about them, you know, so there, so let me tell you how it, you know, it affected me when I was in that kind of artist zone. I used to like, so I, I love singing my whole life. Okay. And I karaoke my guts out in my, in the eighties and I wasn't taught how to sing properly. So I just did it because I loved it. And people would, you know, tell me to shut up because I hogged the mic all the time and always wanted to be singing. And I would be told to shut up because clearly, you know, I wasn't holding my, my, you know, my, my diaphragm, you know, I wasn't using it properly. I wasn't, you know, holding the the notes long enough. So I wasn't really that fun to listen to, even though I loved it. And I got sick and tired of being told to shut up. So I ended up watching this woman on TV being trained and I'm like, okay, so there's the secret. I just need to take more lessons. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started, I started taking lessons and I got better at singing. So in total, I had about 10 years years of, of training before I became a, a professional jazz singer. But, but it was always from a space of, 
okay, now I can sing. Look at me. I'm, I now can sing. I'm all that in a bag of chips up here on the stage, right? <laughs> Look at me. I'm wonderful, right? Yes. So it was always from a space of ego, right? Yeah. And so when, when I was singing on the stage, it was never a good vibration because it was always about me. Mm. Look at me. Look at me. And here's the thing, Dana. I wanted people to appreciate me and look at me on the stage and tell me I was wonderful because deep mm-hmm. down, I hadn't done my work. I didn't believe I was wonderful. I didn't live in my goddess zone that I live in now. I believed that I needed people to tell me I was wonderful from the outside because mm-hmm. that's what fed me because I was this crap magnet that just needed to be, to have, you know, the next promotion, the bigger car, the bigger salary, because that's how I felt good about myself by people on the outside, outside approval. Now I live from inside approval. So it's a whole different mindset, right? Um, so when I was an artist back then, before I, I, you know, I did my, my inner work and I evolved was all about me and tell me I'm wonderful. So now, you know, as an artist, I realize that my art is not about me. When I'm on a stage now, it's not look at me. I'm all that in a bag of chips. It's listen to me, listen to my song, I hope that it touches, moves, and inspires you because these songs that I sing are mostly like the, you know, the American songbook. They're beautiful lyrics that actually tell a story. And I hope that my voice can tell this story in a way that touches, moves, and inspires my audience. So it's not a look at me. I don't think I'm all that in a bag of chips. I'm, I'm a good singer. I, I admit that. But there's way better singers that can't even book the jazz bistro, to be honest with you, because they're, they're still playing a small game, a shit show in their heads, as I call it, mm-hmm. because they, they don't serve with their gift. They think it's all about them. So I get, you know, I've now played the jazz bistro four times why because I know that they pick up a humble vibe of service from me I know that I'm there to serve my my tribe the people that come to see me that are inspired by me um, I serve the club because I can fill it I've, I've sold it out about three times now mm-hmm. um, so it's all about working together to serve it's not about me and so I encourage artists to realize that their art isn't necessarily about them yes they need to do what's honest and true for them but truly realize that they are serving at a bigger level. And when we get of our own way, miracles happen truly. Cause that's when I was able to attract my partner who used to be my piano teacher. Um, who's now my, my, uh, my amazing keyboard player. And, uh, we are having a blast. We've been doing this for about four years now. We both come from a space of humble service and it truly does shift the game, I believe. So does that uh, make sense, Dana? Absolutely. And, and I would yeah. completely agree with you because, you know, I had, I definitely, I've, I've talked about this in a, on shows and, and videos that I've done where I've openly admitted that I had times where I was like, well, I'm just fucking awesome and you need to come work with me. Um, and then wondering why I don't have any clients, right? And, and, and from my, you know, archetype with the dominatrix, like being a dominatrix is about being strong, but it is also being deeply of service. Mm. And, and it's yes. something that's often missed when people look at that archetype initially but it's all about the client it's not about yeah. I'm always aware and watching and being you know because I, I their life is in my hands mm. I need to be aware of that and they're yeah. you know all of that so yeah when I when I switched it over and started to come from that space of how can I serve oh while still standing in my power and knowing that I have gifts and talents 
you know, so yes. I'm not, not degrading myself while no, I'm serving no. at all. You're blending. Own it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But blending those two is really, to me, I'd say that key. And, and so I love that you're bringing that to the, the art world because, yeah, like it's time for that, all those artists mm. to give up that damn starving artist thing. Like, yes. Really. <laughs> it's a low vibe. It's a low vibe. Because you know yeah. what? When you get to this high vibration as an artist, you make more money. You get better gigs. Mm-hmm. People want to work with you. I have created so many miracles around me by me shifting to this mindset. You cannot believe. Like, I used to play, you know, like this smaller game. And, and yeah, I would start playing with someone and then all of a sudden their marriage would fall apart. And then all of a sudden I don't have my partner anymore. I, that happened twice. But when I fully got this, this miracle mindset and started living, breathing, walking and talking it, I, I attracted my old piano teacher who, you know, somehow serendipitously came back into my life. And, um, he, you know, he, he was, he said, yeah, let's do this. Right. And we literally, this is so cool too. We have not had one argument in four years and we have come into some crazy ass situations as artists together performing at these places <laughs> and we've never had one argument it's always been we've had each other's backs we've been humble and in service and it's been amazing an amazing ride and you know and I also want to share one piece I was going to mention earlier that just kind of hit me right now um, talking about service you know the best compliment I ever got as, as a performer as an artist was this I had a woman show up at one of my gigs and she she was a, a lover of jazz she went all over the world to watch jazz concerts you know she'd go to New York City and Chicago and Toronto Anyway, she said, Alvira, she said, I have to thank you. She goes, I've heard Girl from Ipanema a thousand times, but I only understood the meaning of the song when you sang it tonight. And to me, that was the coolest compliment because it wasn't, I'm the best singer on the planet. I don't want to be the best singer on the planet. I want to be uniquely me. And I want people to understand these beautiful lyrics. Mm -hmm. And and one day I'm going to be writing music as well, because the guy that sang with me on Sunday at my show, uh, an amazing guy, LJ Folk, he's a beautiful singer songwriter. He's like, Alvira, I love your message. I want to write music with you. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this, man. Because I was like, you know, now I'm going to step it up to the next level. I'm going to share my message in songs, not just deliver these beautiful messages through my voice that are other people's songs, right? But I love that this woman just helped me to see what it is that I do because it's not about being the best. It's about being the most authentic with your gift and, and people will be touched, moved and inspired by it, right? Does that make sense? Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm completely yeah. on board with that mindset because even, you know, whether you make the big millions of dollars or not, if you sh- if you're aiming towards authenticity and really being mm. true to you, the success is always there with you. Absolutely. And, and then you know the money and all of those trappings that you know like it. That's a bonus. It but, is. It is know, being really like so comfortable in your own skin. That to me is the greatest success. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's the high vibe zone, as I call it. It's, it's, um, you know, there's, there's other little acronyms I won't use because your, your, your listeners won't understand them, but it's basically (laughs) staying in your, your high vibe zone where miracles happen and, Mm -hmm. and you're truly out of your own ego way. And you just work with, with spirit. You truly work with, you know, bringing to the planet what it is that's yours to bring, you know? And when you live in that zone, it's so juicy and delicious and it's fun and you get, you get, abundance 
too. You know, like I'm very well paid as a, as a coach and I'm well paid as an artist, you know, I'm not starving, you know, because of this mindset shift that, that, that I had, that, that it was meant to come through me. I don't believe I invented it, Dana. I believe it was just something that I'm bringing to the world, you know, love your vibe, miracle mindset. It came through me. It saved my life. I left depression, anxiety, and panic without drugs, without therapy with this system. And now I teach it to others and especially artists need it. Yeah. So, you know, that high vibe thing. So let's, let's look at a tool. Like what's one tool we can give people to Mm. to increase their vibration a little bit more. Wow. Okay. So I have a lot of cool tools. Mm -hmm. The one that, that I, I I love to share because people hear about it and it's easy to talk about, or it's, you know, it seems simple, but it's not easy. Right. And that tool is meditation. Mm. And as tough as meditation is for a lot of people, because it's hard to clear our monkey mind from our thoughts. And I do have a cool tool that I, I share with my clients um, that, you know, if you're, if your uh, listeners want to listen to uh, download it as well from um, wherever they get their apps, it's called insight timer. And it's actually just a really cool app that has um, all these different, um, you know, meditations from all over the world. They're guided meditations. And I find that when people are starting in meditation, Dana, if they're not experts, uh, it's good to start with a guided process, oh, yeah, for sure. right? So, yeah. so I find that that works really well to get people going. And I recommend a practice of even as little as two or three or five minutes. Just start with that mm-hmm. and start moving along that path of, you know, they have like, you know, two minute meditations. They have, you know, an hour meditation on this app. And it's cool because what happens, Dana, is when you, and, and you know this, I'm sure, because do you meditate, Dana, by the way? It's a different type of, like, okay. I don't, yeah, so I do, okay. do it, I don't. <laughs> oh, you do, you do, okay, all right, yeah. well, all right, so, so for, for, the, for the, the beginners, um, yeah. if they can consider bringing this on, because when, when you're meditating, um, this is what they say in general, right, they say that when you pray, it's you speaking to your higher power, Mm-hmm. But when you meditate, it's your higher power speaking to you. Mm. So in other words, you get inspired by what it is that you're supposed to do by listening to your higher power that speaks to you. And what is your higher power? Your higher power is actually your higher self or your intuition. So when you get quiet in, in these meditative states, things will come to you that you will go, oh, wow. And guess what? That is something that is meant to come to you to take you to your next level or maybe to serve with your bigger purpose because it's your higher self, your truth, your authenticity, your intuition, your higher, your higher power that's connected to you. You are one. And in that meditative state, you connect with that. So that's my, my biggest piece of, of information in terms of how to stay in, in a higher vibe state. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I love, yeah. I love that you've given them a, um, you know, that app, like that is such a great resource. I, I totally agree with you that, you know, guided meditation is a fabulous way. I have a couple of that I have on my website as well to take people through, you know, and as cool. you get, as you get good with it, then, um, I got to check them out. <laughs> there's, yeah, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some really cool things that are, you know, like moving meditations and there's, you know, yoga and there's lots of things you can mm. do to drop into your body when you start getting that, feel in that connection, then yeah. you bring that meditation into your life. Right. Um, right. Not, Love it. But yeah, absolutely. You know, getting yeah. some time where yeah. your brain can just be still for a moment. Yeah. And I recommend off. 
Yeah. And and I say, keep a journal close by because you're going to get little nuggets that will serve you in in some way. And you're meant to have these inspirations, write them down. And, and the more and more you do meditation too, Dana, the studies have shown that we can actually rewire our brain. We can actually become more, more present and more able to tap into our higher self, our higher knowing, and, you know, actually go from being a negative person to a positive person. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. I was a freaking crap magnet in in my corporate job for the last two years and I just attracted crap after crap because that's the law of attraction you attract crap if you're crap right and so (laughs) when when I shifted to this place of being in my higher my higher self um, I became the most positive person I know I'm actually the happiest person I know and I know (laughs) that it was the tools truly right I mean why do I wear polka dots polka dots are happy I just I reflect (laughs) what I am inside right people say why the polka dots I'll be right I'm like why not they're happy right so anyways I I really believe that uh, yeah we can choose um, to really you know focus be conscious in our practices and miracles Mm. can happen yeah oh love it yeah love it love it love it yay (laughs) yay yeah so I know we could we could keep going for a long time but um so what's the best place for people to find you um, okay, so I am on uh, all social media platforms. I'm on Evie Hopper on Instagram. I'm on um, Alvira B. Hopper Coaching. The V is important because there's a few Alvira Hoppers. So Alvira V. Hopper Coaching on Facebook. Um, I'm also, I think I'm at my friend Max right now on, on Facebook. So you can't add me as a friend, I think, at this point. But feel free to message me on Alvira V. Hopper Coaching. I'm also on alvirahopper.com. You can uh, con- uh, contact me through my contact page. Um, I do clarity sessions. I've actually got one coming up on Monday, which is the 24th. I don't know when your podcast is going out, but I do them the third Monday of the month. Uh, so I, if people want to go to my website, go to my services page, they can sign up for a complimentary clarity call. I have seven each month. Um, so they can contact me there if they're curious about the work that I do. Um, so yeah, that's how, that, that's kind of how I can be uh, contacted. And can I put in a quick plug for my new album on iTunes? Absolutely. Okay. I just did. Okay. So you can get my new album on iTunes. Um, and uh, Is there an doing- album title? Yes, I'm sorry. It's called Heart and Soul Live at Jazz Bistro. And I have a link. If, if you're able to share links, I can give you Absolutely. the link for it. We can it put as that well. into the show notes as well. Perfect. Perfect. Sure. So yeah, I've got that coming out. And I've got this really cool retreat to Italy this, this October. If I, didn't, didn't you do, are you doing a retreat typically as well, Dana? Or you've done um, it already? That's gotten postponed, unfortunately. The, okay. Uh, the, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry to mention that. Okay. Well, anyway, I hope you can come to mine in October. That would be amazing (laughs) to have you there. You could do some of your cool stuff because you had me at hello and and all the work that you did that day when I had the workshop with you, it would be amazing to have you at ours in Italy. But anyways, it's October 15th to the 25th, I believe. But if if you're able to share, uh, we we can get uh, your viewers or your listeners, sorry, that information too. Um, Yeah. So I'm really excited about everything that's on my, uh, on my plate. It's, and I truly do not like honestly I, I don't say this with with a joke with a iota of joke I do not work a day in my life Dana because mm. everything I do is pure joy as an artist I get to create uh, jazz music I'm also a jewelry designer my my, uh, my designs are about to go global um, I'm an actor I get to live as an artist but most importantly I get to 
to help others to live their dream as well and to live their authentic truth as a coach. So it's like, I don't work a day. I don't work a day in my life. Everything else I I offset to my dream team and they, they do all the stuff that I hate, you know, like bookkeeping and invoicing (laughs) and all that crap. Right. So yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Fantastic. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show and uh, it's been a delight. Thank you for inviting me, Dana. And thank you for being the most amazing coach I've ever had. I honestly cannot thank you for all the blessings you brought me by being my coach. And honestly, um, your clients are so blessed to have you. So uh, keep rocking it, sister. Yay. Thank you. All right, Dana. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.